This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of every best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Thambergas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. To listen to all our shows, just go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. You'll have access to all our seasons going back to 2008, and you'll receive your login immediately. And have you listened to Sanitas Radio yet? It can improve and maybe even save your life or that of a loved one. You won't want to miss it. That's if you want to take control of your life. Go to sanitasradio.com to listen and subscribe. And don't forget, you can purchase MMS directly from us, as well as our futuristic metal-cased USB drives with all our seasons and bonus material. Just visit the Veritas store. And to get in touch with us, for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower, there's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at VeritasRadio.com. And tonight, we, the, mythologize some of our modern history with our special guest, Ty Bollinger. Right now, on Veritas. Ty Bollinger is a happily married husband and father, a CPA, health freedom advocate, cancer researcher, former competitive bodybuilder, talk radio host, and best-selling author. After losing several family members to cancer, including his mother and father. Ty refused to accept the notion that chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery were the most effective treatments available for cancer patients. He began a quest to learn all he possibly could 
about alternative cancer treatments and the medical industry. What he uncovered was shocking. Ty published his latest book, Monumental Myths of the Modern Medical Mafia and Mainstream Media and the Multitude of Lying Liars that Manufactured Them in November 2013. This book shatters over 30 myths, some of them medical and health-related, some of them political, some of them economic. It's a great book to put on your coffee table to stimulate conversation and help, quote-unquote, wake up those who are still sleeping. He has written other books, including Cancer, Step Outside the Box. And to learn more about Ty Bollinger and his work, visit his websites at MythBustersBook.com and infinity 510 Partners.com. And directly from somewhere between San Antonio and Austin, Texas, I'm privileged to welcome my new brother in truth, Ty Bollinger. Hello, Ty, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hey, Mel, doing great, brothers. It's good to, to talk to my new brother in truth as well. So thank you so much for having me on the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Let me just uh, thank our, our friend David Wise, uh, one of our listeners who always recommends great people. And I'm glad that because of David, we have converged here today. But let me just say something for the audience. I read your latest book, Ty, and we also have a health show. So what we have done, and you have been so kind to accept another invitation for an upcoming show on Sanitas. That's what we're going to be dealing with, all the health-related aspects and the conspiracies related to uh, to health. But today we're going to focus on what's behind the scenes ruling the world and a lot of the myths that are out there portrayed as truth they're not. First of all, I understand what really motivated you to, to write all these books was something very personal. I want to start from there because a lot of our listeners may not know who you are. Can you start from there? Sure. Yeah, Mel, that's, that's a great way to start because I, I never would have imagined in 1991 when I graduated out of Baylor University with a master's degree in taxation that that uh, 20 plus years later I would be doing what I'm doing. Um, I, you know, my schooling is in, in accounting. I have a graduate degree in taxation. And for seven years after I got out of school, I was working as a CPA and a director of tax. And well, actually, even more than seven years, over a decade, actually. Um, my father got sick in 1996 and my world changed. Um, we went to his house and he had a, he had a real bad stomach ache. He'd been having a bad stomach ache for a, for a couple of weeks. And my wife, Charlene, and I went to the house and he doubled over in pain and I've never seen him in so much pain. So we took him to the hospital and the doctor went in and said, he's got gallstones. So that they said, well, we got to take out the gallstone. So they went in for gallstone surgery. They came out about six hours later and the doctor was in tears and they said, his stomach is riddled with cancer. We're going to need to take out his whole stomach. So they did. They gave him a total gastrectomy, and over the course of the next 25 days, they gave him 19 blood transfusions because they totally screwed up the surgery, and he died in 25 days. Uh, 25 days in the hospital, he was dead. That was that was the uh, the start of my uh, diving deep down inside the rabbit hole, searching, researching cancer and cancer treatments and the cancer industry and what I call now the medical mafia, and it just. I, it just went from there. I lost over the course of the next few years after dad died. I lost my mother, both grandfathers, grandmother, an uncle, and a cousin to cancer. And eventually that's when I published my first book, Cancer Step Outside the Box, in, in 2004. It's very interesting how a lot of the people who become truth seekers the way you have is because they have gone through some personal traumatic experience, whether it happens to a relative of to your, or to yourself. It happened to me yeah. as well. And if it wasn't because of those moments, we wouldn't be here talking, perhaps, and you have opened your eyes to cancer. I uh, 
not to get into the health part, but I uh, have spoken to many, including Dr. Stanislav Buzinski and many others. Mm-hmm. There are ways to cure cancer without the standard of care parameters that are that are imposed to all doctors, to all mm-hmm. oncologists. That's what they learn in, in in medical school. You know, chemotherapy, radiation, surgery. That's that. Those are the three tools they have in their toolbox, and they don't seem to get to go outside that box. Even some of the people that I've spoken to get calls from oncologists who say, can you sell me some of your creams? And the person mm-hmm. says, wait yeah. a minute, what do you mean? You're going to start selling them on your practice? Oh, no, 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 no. This is confidential. This is just for my family. If I were to use that in my practice, I would lose my license. Yes. Yeah. You know, Mel, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. It's ironic, actually. I'm not at liberty to mention names, but I've, I, I could probably give you a dozen oncologists who have contacted me over the past eight years and asked me what I thought they should do to treat their cancer or the cancer of a loved one because they weren't going to do chemo and radiation because they knew it didn't work. So it's, it's really bizarre, isn't it, to have an oncologist calling a CPA to ask what, what, how they should treat cancer. You would think they would know, but they don't. <laughs> exactly. And it's because they ha- they've just not been taught good protocols in school. It's not their fault. They've been, they, they learned what they were taught. But hey, if you weren't taught proper protocol, then you can't, you, you can't cure anything. You can't cure cancer if you're not taught the proper way to treat it. And they have not been tr- taught good protocols in, in medical school to treat cancer. And of course, and, and we can end the health-related part with this, the FDA and the MAA are, are the, the mafia, the leg breakers, the ones who are really protecting their client, which is mm-hmm. big pharma. But I enjoy yeah. the humor throughout uh, your book, even though you're dealing with issues, topics that are important and serious, but it's important to keep the humor. You say that you know the doctor... And, and, you know, doctors have been mis, you have not been miseducated as they have. And you even include <laughs> this in, in small print at the end of every email. You say, quote, hey, FBI, CIA, and NSA, Homeland Security, have a nice day, take a break, have a donut. <laughs> I had to laugh <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that. I've had a disclaimer like that for about seven or eight years. It used to be a lot more serious. It used to be, hey, NSA, FBI, CIA, you're breaking the the first, fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth amendments or whatever they were uh, of the United States Constitution. But now I, I decided to lighten it up a little bit and, and just said, hey, go have a donut. Take a break. Now, let's start with the mainstream media. I call it the mainstream me- mediaopoly. They seem to be nothing more than a bunch of uh, teleprompter reading idiots, intellectual prostitutes, or as you say, prostitutes. prostitutes. Let's start from there. Yeah, they are. You know, one of the examples that I use in my book was the the crash of the Oceana airliner out in, in San Francisco back this past summer. And and I don't know if you've seen the, the video Certainly. footage. You can, you know, you can go out and look for it. But the, 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 the lady that was the, the head reporter was obviously just reading what she was told. And she said, okay, we've, this is a breaking news. We've just found the names of the pilots. They were Something Wong, We Too Low, Holy Fook, and Bing Bang Ow. And she read them just like they were gospel truth. And it turns out they had been pranked by somebody at the, at the uh, what was it, the NTSB? That's right. I think it was, yeah, I think it was the NTSB. Somebody had, had pranked them and didn't have any idea they were actually going to read it. But that's just indicative. You know, I don't blame the, uh, the anchor. She's just doing what she's learned to do. We don't really have investigative reporters per se anymore. We just have people that read teleprompters. They, they read what they're told. And so that was just what she did on a nightly basis. She read the teleprompter and it just didn't connect in her little synapses up in her brain that these, these were really 
not the names. This was somebody pranking her, and she just continued to read them. So that's just indicative of the state of reporting and and uh, the news in today's society. It's really not news. It's just reading the talking points that they've been provided by those that are higher up. And you know, Karita says all the media. I mean, we have great people like Ben Swan. We have Amber Lyons and, and others. But most of the others, as long as you are pretty or handsome and you know how to read, you get a job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that is pretty much the main criteria now. If if you're a female, you've got to be attractive to get a job. And you know, the guys are pretty good looking too, except for you know, I can name out name a few, but I won't. Yeah, <laughs> but typically, yeah. yeah. If you're if you're good looking, you can get a job as a reporter nowadays. And but as you said, you know, Ben Swan, uh Amber Lyon, I was just on Carol Alt show on Fox News and was able to talk about the medicinal values of the hemp plant. And so I was amazed that that actually made it onto Fox. But Judge Andrew Napolitano, those are, those are several that I list in the book. They're people that I do respect that, are, that, that have their own shows or have had their own shows and are, and are really seeking after the truth. But the majority are not. The majority are just, they're, they're just doing it for the, for the paycheck and for the fame. And speaking of the hemp industry, we can do an entire show of hemp industry. If we want to really revive the economy, we can talk about that. But what do you think yes. is the reason that we're being systematically poisoned with uh, mercury in vaccines, heavy metals, and food in the food, and toxic chemicals in countless products and, and even chemtrails? Is the word here lobotomy? Well, you know, it's it's uh, that's part of it. It, it. We are being slowly lobotomized. We're being slowly controlled. We're being systematically sickened. And I, I believe that the the end game is the depopulation of the world. Uh, if you look at the Georgia Guidestones, then we've got their the, the globalists end game hidden in plain sight. They want to reduce the world population to 500 million people. That means we needed to go between 80 and 90 percent reduction of where we are right now. And, and it's a slow kill. I mean, they, they you know, you're going to get some people that die in wars and you're going to get people that die in, in, in you know, nuclear bombs, nuclear explosions and, and different traumatic, you know, one off events, false flag events. You're going to get people to die. But what a better way if you're a, a scumbag globalist that has no conscience and, and no is a sociopath, has no social conscience. What a better way to reduce the world's population than to systematically poison the air, poison the food, poison the water and get people to eat it and drink it willingly. I mean, what, what, a, what a better plan. That's what's going on. We are being systematically poisoned and they're not having to force it in our mouth to eat or to drink. We're doing it on our own. I always say that the biggest conspiracy of all is the secret to our own potential. Uh, you know, people call it dumbing down. But as you say, I think it's shutting off the higher cognitive function so that we are disconnected from our own true potential as a spiritually aware human being. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And people here, I, I did not used to believe that, Mel. When I first published the book on cancer in 2006, I was not awake to, to what's going on. I'd, I'd waked up to the, the medical industry and the cancer industry, but I was not awake to a lot of other things. And it was shortly after I published the book that I woke up to a lot of other issues and, and then went deep, deep, deep down inside the rabbit hole. But at first, I didn't. I was not aware of this. And, and if you had told me this in 2005, I would have told you that you were crazy. And I did tell people that they were crazy when they told me these things. But once I woke up, I realized I was the one that was asleep, and they were the ones that were actually sane and were telling me the truth. I woke up to the medical industry in the early 90s, but it wasn't until probably 2005, and I've told the story many times, that one of my brothers brought a presentation of how the, the Pentagon 
uh, the, during 9-11 that a plane didn't crash mm-hmm. there. And I thought the first knee-jerk reaction was, are you implying that our well-intentioned government has something to do with this? And I really, I stopped talking to him for a couple of months. I was offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I started looking yeah. into it in silence. And I said to myself, my goodness, we've been duped. Is that what happened to you? That is, that's very similar. Very similar to what happened. What happened to me, I, I published my book on cancer. One of the doctors that I quoted extensively in the book emailed me uh, at, right, shortly after I published the book, and he, he told me he wanted me to watch a video. And so I said, what's it about? He said, 9-11. I said, what about 9-11? He said, it was an inside job, And it, at which point I told him he was crazy. And, and so that's our, that's our knee-jerk reaction, isn't it? If somebody believes in one of these, quote, conspiracy theories, we, we call them names. We tell them they're crazy. So I did like a good sheeple would do. I called him a name. Well, that's what I was taught to do. But he said, look, you, you thought I was uh, sane enough to quote me extensively in your book, so why don't you give it a look before you name call? And if you, if you watch the DVD and you still think I'm nuts, then you feel free to call names. But until that time, don't call me names. So I said, okay, that's fair enough. I will watch the video. And so I watched the video with the intention of proving him wrong. Uh, but the problem was that he was right. And, and I watched the video with an open mind. And I woke up to 9-11 at that point. And then it was from there, it was like a snowball effect, Mel. And, and I could do nothing but research. And my wife could do nothing but research. We woke up the same night in front of the DVD player. And at that point, we both started researching and... And the list goes on and on and on of the of the different conspiracies that we woke up to that are not conspiracy theories. They are conspiracy facts. And who wants to hear the truth when there are so many comfort and lies? That's what a lot of people think. Yeah. But you say that, yeah. uh, you know, rather than saying in gut we trust, perhaps the new national, national motto of the USA should be stop yourself with food, <laughs> root for your favorite sports team dismiss anyone who questions the government or acts unpatriotic and cheer on the imperial war machine how important <laughs> yeah that i mean it's i laugh it's 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 sad that that's that's really what's going on i mean you, we couldn't have a, a more timely discussion two days after the super bowl right i mean look the most watched sporting event in the world and that is what most of america lives for and you could you you literally I mean I I believe you could literally some of these guys that are out there mind controlled and mind numbed and just rooting on their sports teams and drunk and and eating all these foods that are addictive foods that are lobotomizing them you could probably molest their children in front of them and they wouldn't care as long as their their team was winning and it's sad men have, have men are not men anymore they are they're childish boys that are letting these globalist scumbag cockroaches destroy the country and as long as they've got their beer and pizza and their TV clicker so they can watch their sports they are more than happy to to remain asleep even though they know let me tell you something people know something's wrong but many of them just turn off the switch and go back to sleep because they don't want to know these uncomfortable truths as Mark Twain said and I use this in my book it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled Exactly. And I think uh, the Roman Empire never fell. It's right here. And speaking of Rome, Rome, modern day America is like ancient Rome meets 1984, meets the Hunger Games. It's the perfect storm. Is you think that's where we are? I, we are. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. It's really, it really never ceases to amaze me. The people that I previously thought were intelligent people that I will approach with these facts. And, and that's why I wrote this book, Monumental Myths, was to give people uh, a one-stop shop, 
if that, I guess that's what you would say. It uh, one one book that has all of these different conspiracy. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.